On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. Nothing is quite worse than when you realize you kind of overdo it, and then you, but you're halfway in the middle of something, and it's uh-huh. like it stinks. Oh, sure. like yesterday, I'll get to it in a minute, but Zach, Matt in the house. Hi. How are you guys? Hello, hello. <laughs> also, our guest is Melissa Robbins. She's a rock star that runs the, um, the office and area from Wichita Falls and Abilene and west of Fort Worth, all that kind of stuff. She basically runs all over that area hello hello thank you for having me Welcome we come to in show. to do some videos on some recruiting stuff so i was like hey while we're here let's try to get a podcast episode <laughs> she was like what and i'm like you it's just like me and you talking on the phone it's okay yeah. um i'm gonna apologize in advance no, yes that'll be great. don't worry about it <laughs> so i overdid it though i go and i'm thinking okay um jenny's out of town and and i was like i'm gonna i've been piecing together some water park stuff for brighton sure so i go to walmart and i buy this big water park thing like this legit like big slip and slide thing that like a sprayer with <laughs> the i mean this deal right <laughs> yeah, yeah here's sure. what i think about i ain't gonna really like a legit air pump oh and i'm sitting there 45 minutes later this whole contraption that i was thinking i'm just gonna blow up real quick yeah turns into a 45 minute like i'm about to pass out from blowing <laughs> and i go get this little air compressor and like makeshift put some tape around some stuff to That's try to have it, it blowing some air for me yeah but at the end of the day, we got it set up and rolling, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to hit that slip and slide. Man, I wanted to like go give that a twirl, and I thought twice because there was no adult supervision there. <laughs> and I was like, I may not be able to get up. Yeah, it only says you know? ages two to four on the box, you know? <laughs> well, and I'll go at it pretty hard, and who knows what I could do. Last time, I was, the last flag football league I was in, I ended up having hip surgery, so I'm like, I can get here and show my daughter, and I'm laid out here and can't move. Yeah. What do we, you know? So I'm going to learn. Um, that's the... Un- Pleasant joys of getting old. You can't overkick your coverage, but I appreciate that your child at heart, you wanted to do it anyway. Oh, and I will as soon as my wife or the <laughs> nanny is there to make sure that, you know, Brighton can be taken care of. <laughs> oh, so you didn't, you didn't give no. it a shot? No. Oh, no, I will. I'm just, just I, not I, I, want, I was trying to be an adult. And, and know that there's a possibility I can't get up. That That's very big be, of you. you know? What is this? It's got to be better than the average. Because our slip and slides back in the day were like a piece of thin plastic Oh, no, this from one's Bangladesh. got a curve in it oh, with oh, a little wow. water shooting over oh, wow. it. You know what's funny is I bought the same one for Becca. Oh, yeah? And oh, wow. the struggle to air that thing so up is the same thing. So when I seen it on your Instagram, I started laughing. Yes. A, a shop, I've used a shop back in the past because it has the blower. Yes. Really? Yes. And oh, so wow. you just hold it up to the, the nozzle and just try but, to force as much air here's the problem with this one though is it it's big enough that it should have that but it doesn't it has the only the regular size uh, one so you can't use the shot back thing Trust like the me. mouth sized one yeah, yeah it's crazy it should be bigger than that just but. skipping out on the price I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the old school 1999 bike pump myself sure. let me, hey, stand there yep, let, me, do that let me tell you something yeah. you go you go stand there and pump this whole thing <laughs> together with your bike pump and then you tell me how that works out for you i will 
Now, <laughs> kind of leading on that, we, you know, tell me, you know, kind of being hooked on something dumb and, and kind of, you know, I got kind of got started with that and I was hooked on it and I had to finish it and I was sweating like a champ. But mm. this next one's a pretty hilarious one. It's got to be out of Florida, right? Of course. Okay. It's, of course it's out of Florida. And Florida, yes. I love you. I loved my time in Florida and would sure. go back in a heartbeat. But man, y'all got the crazy stories. <laughs> uh, Florida fisherman hooks bale of marijuana. Jorge Bustamante was out fishing while celebrating his birthday when he hooked the big a big square bale of marijuana Monday morning off the coast of Ompano. <laughs> Beach. She told the Coast Guard when they arrived uh, that, you know, he had just found it. He played it straight. <laughs> I just hooked it. We had photos or something. Uh, they they nicknamed it the Square Grouper, which is kind of funny, I <laughs> suppose. Funny. I bet that thing felt like a, an enormous fish. Oh, you know it did. I bet he, he, thought, he, he, oh, really man. he was reeling that bad boy in thinking, I've just landed the mother load. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We I can't actually, wait to take a photo of this. Yeah. And that bell, though, was actually probably worth a lot more oh, money than, than the right. other. <laughs> bet it was. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's funny because they, they drop those bells out. You know, if you watch old drug, I'm like obsessed with old drug cartels and stuff. Like, I've watched all the history stuff. on it all. It really is. It's fascinating yeah. to me. And they drop them out of the planes. Really? Yeah, that's that's why it's there. So that's what, whenever they're coming in, you know, they'll drop them out of the small planes. And the fishermen, you know, the boats will come up and pick them all up out of the ocean and put them in. And they, wow. you know, get them to the sea. That's how they, that's how they used to get them in, you know, through from Columbia. And that was with the whole plane stuff. So. Obviously, they're still doing that, and that's why this guy hooked a bell of marijuana right. while he was just on a little fishing trip, <laughs> which I thought was great because that'd be hilarious. One minute you think you've got the biggest fish ever, next thing you know, you're reeling up a big old bell of marijuana, and you got to explain to your kids what Man. that is. <laughs> right. Silver lining could have been worse. There have been scarier things found off the coast of Florida. You that's know what very I mean? true. Yeah, it could have it could have been worse. Um, what's, what's the spin on this, I guess? I was kind of talking about, in general, of hooking people. Like, if you're trying to sell something, if you're trying to get your point across, if you're trying to get your point um, of view, you're, you're trying to attract the right people, you're at parties trying to grab people's attention. Sure. Say you're somebody that's working in some of that. How do you hook them? What's your hook? or Do you, do you have a hook? And I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is, you know, people don't practice those things because they think it should just be natural. They'll, um, I'll get this all the time. Oh, Heath, you're just a natural salesperson. No, I'm, I'm 12 years into doing this. That's not, I mean, if you would have saw me 12 years ago, I would not be able to freely, easily spit these things out like it's natural right. because it's 12 years in the making of practice. Right. If I was a natural, it wouldn't have taken me 12 years to get where I am now. Exactly. I would have been there. Yes. <laughs> right. Totally. And so when you're, when you're thinking about on the personal level stuff, people think, you know, I'm weird at parties, right? I don't know how to really, you know, talk to people with stuff. Practice it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Practice a hook. Practice how to grab people. Absolutely. Be yourself. Yes. Kind of how like when we first met. Yep. When we first met, it was so funny because um, uh, Melissa was referred by by another guy. And she wasn't even looking for for um, for anything, and so we went for a job or anything like that. And so I went up there, and when I walked in, it was funny. I was like, "This is somebody playing a prank on me?" Because um, another younger person that in Wichita Falls, um, I think you had the growth mindset book on your desk, mm-hmm. which was which is one of my top five all time favorites. Um, it's on the back of my book. It's one of my all-time favorites. Um, and, like, Zig Ziglar was, like, in the background. Like, <laughs> y'all know me and Zig, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> mm. You don't find a lot of other younger people that are sitting there just casually listening to Ziglar. Sure. Besides myself. Right. So, it was, it hooked me. And I was sitting there doing everything I could to sell her to want to come join our team. Um, but when you're out and stuff at parties, it's, it, or if you're trying to get people on your side of things, you've got to have a hook, and you've got to practice it. 
Sure. You don't got to think that it's just something natural. Um, you know, I know that some people go, well, when I just meet somebody, they're just, I, I just, you know, that person's just got it. That person's probably practiced that. You know, it's like, like you're not as going to be as comfortable and open flowing, Melissa, right now on this podcast as you are when we're, when we're going to be out talking about recruiting, right? Right. Absolutely. And why is that? It's new and you haven't practiced. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and that's what people, I think that people underestimate the personal things of thinking they don't need to practice to get better. You know, like the, I think the simple stuff of, I don't go out to networking stuff because I feel awkward. Oh, sure. Practice some lines. Right. Well, they overthink it. Yes. We're, we're, we're all human, yep. you know, and we're all probably thinking the same thing at one point or another. We're nervous, unsure, Yep. new environment, but. It's well, a vicious circle. You're right. You, you, you're, you're awkward because you don't practice. Yep. <laughs> yep. You don't practice because you feel awkward. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> totally. And, and it's much easier. It honestly is something you need to practice. That's what people got to understand. Mm. That's why, like, if you're not good at speaking in front of people or any of that, I would recommend people join Toastmasters. Okay. If you have a problem and you feel weird with all those, go join a Toastmasters because all that does is it makes basically forces a practice and it forces you to help bring a hook in. You know, but if you're in a sales environment or if you're in any type of environment where you want to grab people's attention, you have to have a hook. And you don't, you, you can stop looking at people and thinking, oh, they're just naturally. No, they have practiced that. And I think, I think coming to understand that about people will help you overcome your own adversity because it's exactly that. Like, nobody's a natural. Everybody's yep. practiced. So if you're uncomfortable, understand that either whoever you're talking to either felt that way before or is probably uncomfortable too. It's yep. okay. Yeah, we're all kind of just stumbling around figuring it out. Like, it's all right. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. But people don't take that into the little simple things of their personal life. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Sure. Mm -hmm. you, you think you only practice some stuff for work, right? But if, you, if, you, if you're just not comfortable talking to people at a party, well, that's just, that's just how you are. Right. No, you can change that. Absolutely. That can be altered. Yeah. You know, when you look at people and you go, man, they just got it. They got that confidence and all that. You know, I didn't have that 10 years ago because I didn't have the knowledge. I have a much more confidence. I can go out into any size group, any party, and I can battle with all of them. But that didn't happen overnight. That was many, many years mm. of being there with that oh crap look on my face because I had no <laughs> idea what to say or do mm -hmm. and trying to figure my way out of it. You've mm -hmm. been there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and figuring that out, and I learned it whenever I left there. So mm -hmm. I, I would tell you that if you get any of those, work on your hooks. Work on yourself and understand any of your personal things can be changed as well. If you're trying to sell something, you're trying to get people's attention, you've got to get a hook. Get creative, get a hook, wrap them up, and once you have their attention, then you can go in through it. You need to practice it personally and professionally. We'll be back in a minute for a second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Heath Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share it with your people and I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Go pick it up today. 
Ready? Aim. Fire. Second shot is back for another round on RNCN. What's interesting is, is this next headline. And you know, I don't know. Are, are you guys, are y'all, any of y'all like a hardcore like Apple, hardcore Samsung, or, or, or is, is Android a Samsung? <laughs> Android, Samsung. And, yeah, okay, th- those uh, are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, 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 from what I can tell nowadays, really it's Apple or Android, right? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. What are y'all? I, I'm Apple only simply because that's where I started down the smartphone yeah. route, and I've got so much stuff tied to it, I just don't feel like... You're trapped. Trying to, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely trapped. I'm Apple, and if I can soapbox just for a second here, uh, oh. I, I don't like it, because I don't like that like they're so expensive, and they're a status symbol now, but... The fact is, I'm like, I man, they can give an, an iPad to a two year old and it can it knows how to use it. Like a yeah. uh, like it's so intuitive, babies can figure it out. So if I need a phone to be able to email and, and check my Facebook account, like why wouldn't I use the easiest one possible? What about so iPhones? I'm total Android. Are except you? Good for I find you. this interesting. I love my Mac. I was about to say, I thought you were Apple because really? I thought you had a Mac. I love my Mac, but do not like the iPhones. Oh, wow. Okay, so why is... But, but that almost... like Because in the whole point of having everything link up, right? Yeah. It's just me. It's one, one fluid experience. Have you had right? the iPhone before? No. Okay, so you've never had an iPhone, Mm-mm. so you don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> I, did, I, I did have an Android. I didn't Android like that part. it didn't have a back button, okay. which, which is weird because you know it's, so, it's supposed to be simple. Yeah. But uh-huh. no back button is not simple to me. <laughs> I, I think I had to, I had sure. to go with Matt on mine, which is I just honestly... It was, I think, the first smartphone. Yeah. Um, actually, I had the Palm Pilot. Do you remember the Palm Pilot that had the you little stencil? You would have a Palm Pilot. Yeah, yeah, out, sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought I was the man. <laughs> yep. I thought I was the coolest person on the face of the earth when totally. you put your little pin out and you, like, poke around on it. I yep. didn't know how to use it. But like <laughs> I pull the pin out now on mine. Oh, right. you have Yours, a pin. Yours has a stylus. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah instead of right. grabbing some notes, pull the pin out right on my phone. Yeah, see, I can't hand. I, I, my handwriting is horrible with a pencil, much less a stylus on a phone. Like, <laughs> right. I, like it would be completely unable to read it if I did that. So, um, but people get heated over the Apple, Android, you know, kind of all of that stuff. And honestly, look, I, I'm not a. I don't like the Mac stuff. I can't. I like a PC. Yep. My, Jenny loves her 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 Mac and stuff, but I don't like the Mac. Right. I like my Dell PC. I dig it. And the only reason I like the iPhone because I think you know after the Palm Pilot was like one of the first ones I got. Yeah. And I've just I, yeah. I know how to use it. I want to learn something else. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's easy. Yeah. Here's here's my file in this folder. Here's all my programs over here. I got it. Simple. Like it's simple. It's the same reason I like the iPhone, but in reverse. This story is about Samsung phones. Yep. Very exciting. Mm. Uh-oh. Samsung phones. <laughs> I know. Hot take da, da, on this da, da, da. one. Samsung phones are spontaneously texting users' photos to random contacts without their permission according to reports the messages app on a samsung phone uh just on some seemingly random users lately has been showing uh photos to other people it's been texting them and there's no indication on the person's phone who's who's doing it on that you sent anything wow (laughs) also you don't even know you don't even know so it's gone like that gets sent it's sent until somebody texts you and says why did you send me this and gives you a screenshot it's like oh no how do we find out if we're on that list well (laughs) you're the only one on here that's got it so right uh, well, let we me, know we're not. Uh, yeah, a little bit of, this is part of getting that Apple. <laughs> Before anybody listening on Google Play immediately jumps out of the app to figure out if this is them, let me let me tell you. All right, uh, Galaxy S9 and S9 Plus devices are affected. 
They may not be the only ones affected, but currently that's where people are reporting them. You can contact Samsung at 1-800-SAMSUNG if you think yours might be an issue for now. Uh, you can revoke your message permissions on your phone uh, to access storage. So it can access storage, so it won't happen. So there's a way you can turn it off, basically. So if you're paranoid and you keep a piece of tape over your webcam like the rest of us, uh, you can you can get out of it. But this this one's a, it's an interesting story and and it digs into a little bit about privacy and 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 who can see what but i think i think we have an interesting take on it well my thing is is first of all i think the whole i mean putting the tape on the camera like on your stuff in your house <laughs> i don't think that's a bad idea with a lot of and that's purely I because that i don't before. i don't want some people in my you know when i'm in my bedroom or any of that i yep. don't want people being yeah, yeah, yeah. the possibility Can't risk it it's not really trying to, it's just there's some everybody needs everybody needs personal stuff well, we course. just got it's not the dot but it's the echo it looks like a little Ooh. ipad yeah i took it out it's in our bedroom <laughs> and, i threw it out and, and good luck because all they're going to hear is a baby crying but i covered yeah, yeah. it up because i was I like well no i threw it out know. i threw it out really? when you're, i did weren't having it well all of a sudden, when these Facebook ads and stuff started targeting me that were not anything I'd even looked at on my phone, yep. and Jenny and I talking in the living room, had not said Alexa or nothing, and the little ring was lighting up around it, I went, Mm-mm. Oh, it's creepy when you see those yep. ads pop up and oh, you think, yeah. we were just having a conversation Station. about that. I, wouldn't, I, I didn't I, search it. I didn't, uh, yeah. go, I didn't go. I get it if I searched it on my phone because yeah, I sure. know that is, but the conversation thing, and then when I started seeing that ring light up with it, I went... Mm-mm. <laughs> yep. You going outside, Alexa? Yeah. Well, here's the Google side of that. All you have to say is "Okay, Google." How many times a day do you say "Okay"? Yeah, you don't have to say the. Google You're right. Part. You're pretty close. Yeah. How many times do you drop "Okay" in the middle of the day? But, uh, but you know, here's the word we're getting to though. A lot of private is not going to be private anymore. You know, like um, um, and all of those things. Now, I I, I hope and that we always still have some. You know, like our bedroom can stay private. You know what I mean? Um, but what I took on this story is more than anything that, you know, I um, I wouldn't, if I had that phone, I wouldn't worry about it because I, I don't have anything that I wouldn't want others to see in there. I'm not, I'm not right. doing um, some of those. And it's like, um, um, in general, I would not want them being able to randomly send any pictures from it. So I want everybody to understand I'm not talking, like privacy is an issue nowadays. And the data we're collecting for these companies are worth much more than, um, what we really get in return with it. Mm-hmm. There, there's stuff's going to change with all of it. But in general, worrying about stuff in your personal life coming out, the easiest fix about that is be you all the time. Right. Absolutely. Don't don't feel like there's anything you should be ashamed of. Yeah. And present what, yourself to the world in that way. Don't be two different people. Right. And it kind of ties into the last story. You never know where you're going to be and you're going to catch, you're going to, you know, run yep. into someone and just always be true to yourself because, I mean, you shouldn't have anything to hide. Right. And I get the idea of having different, like, groups of people in your life because, like, I, like sure. I looked at the story and I thought the same thing. I was like, you know, there's stupid, there's like a stupid photo of something that, that it, like, I, I probably sent to a friend that if it got sent to my mom, she'd be confused. Yes. But I would explain, oh, yeah, I sent that to my friend and she'd go, yep, that's Zach. That makes sense. Like yes. that's who he right. is. Like that's not that's not too out of place. But like a picture of Zach with a crack pop in his hand, <laughs> throwing up like you know a gang sign. If I had but a Samsung phone, I'd be real concerned right that, now. Yeah, that would that would that would throw your mom off a little bit, wouldn't it? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. it'd be difficult for me to explain away. I think. You know, and this has hit me more so. Uh, you know, Melissa, you've been a mom and you've been a parent longer than I have, and it hit me even so much harder. When I was writing my book and I thought about those times of that, that I stopped myself in my going down paths because of stuff my dad had done growing up. And when I asked my dad about those stories, he doesn't even remember any of them. Mm-hmm. 
you know right it wasn't him doing something teaching a lesson it was the walk my dad would my the walk my dad walked subconsciously it, you don't even notice that's just who he was so it wasn't he doesn't recall any of them but it obviously made a lasting impact on me right. and i think about it with my daughter and you, you that's where it more so comes in that you go man she does everything i mean if i if i go over there and wipe up something off the floor i come back around and she's got her blanket trying to wipe it up like she's just mocking and, and you think about <laughs> it and go how important it is to be you all the time so like think about the message your kids or your team if you're leading a team and you're 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 behind the door you're this person and but then out there you trying to make a flip switch and how hard it is to keep up with all that mm-hmm. why not just be you and own it absolutely and what's crazy is i remember when beckham was two just yeah. turned two and i was reading a book and i highlight things i'm, I'm weird about highlighting yeah. in my books and the next day he came in there with a little book and a marker was one of my anyways and all over it <laughs> and i couldn't be mad he's like look i'm, I'm doing what you do and, yeah. and it's those little things you yep. just never know yeah. well, what about leading the team Oh, you know, so when you're important. trying to lead sales team and stuff and you want to talk about being consistent, but you're not consistent, mm-hmm. you know, like you try to lay down a law of, of, of turning this in, doing that and that you, you're not doing that. Right. Like, I mean, you can't be inconsistent in, in with that. Now, I will say there's a time that happens um, that um, you, you could feel like a fraud if you're trying to change who you are, you know, because it's hard to be. Um, if you consistently tell yourself a message of who you are, it's 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 hard to co- inconsistently be that person if you continually to focus on it. But I would say, I mean, I, I'm, you know, if it's much easier just being you. Absolutely. You know, not trying to be somebody for somebody else. Like we talked about it a long time ago about some people want to be in that crowd. Mm-hmm. So they try to change who they are to be in that crowd, try to fit in, right? When yeah. the crowd, it's like, don't, why, why do you don't be in where you're, don't want to be when when you're not wanting or, or it's not easier for you it's not that deal you know it's if you are who you if you are who you are behind the closed doors you are out in the street then then it can be it's a very simple thing you don't have you know how much head space are you taking up about the lies you're having to cover up to be because you're trying to be somebody you're not and then you're going to confuse everyone and right and, it, and inevitably <laughs> like it's never really i don't think it's ever really worth it right no. like why do something you don't want to do what do you stand to gain from that yes like, it doesn't people are goofy i guess I don't know. but but it does make things much easier when you are just who you are behind the scenes as you are in front of the scenes mm-hmm It'll take time if you're somebody who is struggling with those two things. You may feel like frauds at times going through, but you've got to you got to continue to tell yourself who you want to be in order to keep striving for it. But stop living the double thing. If you're somebody out there that is that um, is struggles with a depression thing and you're hiding that behind the door, you need to come out and open up that you're struggling with it because what's going to happen is you're going to welcome the group of people that can help support you and pick you up to get through that mm-hmm. that you're not willing to put out there right now. But if you would just open it up and tell that, you know, instead of hiding it, you would be amazed at the people that could come out from the woodworks that could be your support group to help pick you up off of the, the table when that happens versus trying to hide those things that you have. And you, it'll be amazed how much it better it'll feel just getting it off. Yeah. Um, and it's so interesting that you, you don't need to be afraid of change. Yeah. And, and it actually, it's happened in my life recently. I've noticed uh, I'm attracted to different things than I used to be or maybe yep. I am changing as a person and it kind of scares me a yeah. little bit but it's it's for the better you yep. know uh, you get wiser with age yes and <laughs> that's right 
Here it, it comes. Never <laughs> it, it never fails. <laughs> We're going to get to know Melissa a little bit more in the third segment of Second Shot coming right back. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. <laughs> um, Melissa starts getting nervous when I go, you tell your story, all of it. She's like, you sure like all of it? It's like, getting like, like nervous. I'm like, yeah, it'll help people, you know. Um, and a reminder for people that um, I'm going to continue to shame you, that if you continue to be one of the ones that listen and you don't go leave us a rating review wherever you listen at it, I'm going to continue to shame you, so go do it. Um, next is you can send us emails secondshotcast at gmail.com and then the newly announced that was just um, talked about is our second shot Facebook group it's a closed group you have to answer a question and be accepted the goal is to keep this we have such Melissa, we get we have such a great community of people that um, the emails we get to the the different correspondence of people that are all looking for the same thing in in, in the same group of people of wanting to be better, wanting to be positive, wanting to be around those. So we want to create this closed group of people that could help uplift each other. We could share, everybody could share their own second shot, you know, articles and laugh about it. Um, it. And also joining that community is going to be a whole bunch of good people. So like if you go, I need a a designer logo person, somebody in there probably will end up have a really good, strong review for them. So the second shot, if you, if you search for that group on Facebook, you can go in there, and you got to ask a question. It's a closed group, only members allowed. Um, but we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff that um, you'll that you won't get on the show that you may get there too. That that we may be uh, posting as well. So, um, Melissa here is uh, one of the. She's been, I guess, what has been two years, two mm -hmm. and a half years or so, and um, um, super blessed. I, I was. I told Mike one day. I said. I continue to find easily like the rock stars like fall in our laps and in, in all the rural areas you know where i'm from east texas out to whatever which yeah. but like the, the rock stars just don't fall in the lap in seven million people right here in this area and it's so funny because um i, I was introduced to melissa from a mutual contact we both knew um she wasn't really looking for anything but um mm -mm. he told me she was great and i was like sure everybody says somebody's great and went up there and i met her and <laughs> and like i said she had ziggler in the background and she had um, the oh, growth man. mindset book on her desk and i'm like what will it take to get you on this team yeah. and it it took a month and a half or so of, of me trying to talk her into it and she finally came on board with no experience in the employee benefits area um, mm -mm. and, um, complete different world, <laughs> completely different world, everything different, making the change. And she's blew it up and done great ever since then. In top of having a, a second child in the middle of it also, oh, wow. yes. this yes. girl can do it all. I want you to kind of tell your story and kind of share 
where you're from. We, we come from similar situations, from little bitty small town, everything. So I'll let you tell it. Well, I am from Quanta, Texas. Graduated with 30 people. So. I had less. <laughs> Whoa. But she's 30. 29, right? 22. 22. Okay. I had 776 people in my class. Oh. So just yep. a little bit of perspective. Lost. That's why I'm on this side of the table <laughs> and you guys are on that town. side of the table. It's yeah. fine. It's <laughs> fine. Quanta, Texas. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump in. No, you're fine. So Quanta, Texas. Um, did well in high school. Um, mom wanted me to go off to college, do well. My mom is an amazing person, vice president of a bank. You know, my dad makes pretty good money, and I, I was raised Tab the job. right way, right? Um, so I went to college, um, and then you, I where'd switched. Where'd you go, Tech? I went to MSU, yep. and then I went to Lubbock, and yep. I actually walked across that stage. Funny story, I don't uh -huh. think you know this. I walked across that stage to get my diploma. It, you know, family came down, so excited. The next week, I got a call um, and a letter, and my mom got the letter, too, saying, you failed algebra. You do not get your diploma. Whoa. Oh. So you yeah. actually walked the so stage? So I walked the stage, and, um, yeah, I didn't get a diploma. And because it, of one class? One class. Yeah, that teacher, I tell you. But, um, no, ha it was completely my fault. Um, you know, I... Have I'll you ever gone back and it. taken that class? No, and everyone tells me, just do it online. Mary yeah. says, my mom will do it for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like defensive driving. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Don't, nobody does yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, I did not go back to school, and I ended up getting pregnant, and I was not married. Um, it's going through a rough time. You know, I love my family. Were you family. living in Lubbock? No, I moved back to Wichita. Because Wichita is close to Wichita Falls. Yes. And um, I, I was pregnant. I was not married. And, you know. How old were you? Oh, 21. 21. And uh, my husband now, we're happily married and have two kids. But at the time, you know, he'd just gone through a divorce. I'm telling you, I'm letting the cats out of the bag yeah. here. But um, anyways, he'd just gone through a divorce. So within a month of that, um, I was pregnant. And we were in an apartment. We were about to get kicked out of our apartment. And we had a vehicle repossessed. Yeah. And I hit the bottom. And I remember going on Indeed, crying, apply, 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 yeah. apply, apply. Um, and how I do our interviews, you know, now with Colonial Life, I like to tell everyone, hey, I've been in your shoes. Yeah. I get it. I've applied for every position and didn't know what I was applying for. Um, this man in Oklahoma. It's not like you were in a massive market. No. You know, reception, yeah. $10 an hour is the best I could do. I yeah. didn't have a background. And um, this gentleman from Oklahoma contacted me, said, come interview. And I was thinking, oh, insurance, sales, talking. No, that's not me <laughs> at all. Um, I was very shy. I, I was not, you know, to be in the crowd person. And um, anyways, I paid, you know, the money to get my test and everything. Had to borrow the money for that. And um, I went to meet with him. He, he handed me a stack of insurance companies. He said, okay, go home, study. Go home and study tonight. We'll meet tomorrow. Um, so I went home and, you know, kind of studied. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, the yeah. next day I went to meet him and he was not there. He was gone. Um, and, and I was kind of upset, yeah. <laughs> to say in the least. I spent all this so money. So you came on board with this company and this guy's gone. He's gone. And um, I, I drove all the way back to Wichita. I remember, I didn't even have money for gas. It yeah. was tough. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to get the reception job. How old was I, your I don't baby? understand this. Or were you pregnant? Um, I, I was still pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I was so frustrated. Anyways, he was gone for a week. Missing, no one knew. I'd pretty much given up on it. I was like, this is how it's going to be. I'm done. Ghost on you. Regular Jimmy um, Hoffa. Yeah. Way to start off. And and so no one was going to hire you when you're pregnant. Uh, it was terrible. And that yeah. was just the way it was. So I got that top insurance company. I studied it day and night. And I decided, okay, I'm going to go to Lawton, Oklahoma. And I'm going to go door-to-door sales. Yep. Well, I don't know. Lawton's not the best area. And um, I was knocking on doors, pregnant. And this lady let me in. She's like, what in the world are you doing? 
And I said, she said, come in, I'm, I'm cooking dinner. Long story short, she was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. The husband was the only source of income, and they had four children. And, and she's like, what are you selling? I'm like, uh, life insurance. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, okay, um, well, we want some. We don't know where to go, what, what kind to get, how much it costs. I sold both of them million-dollar term policies. Um, left. I was super excited. It was my yeah, first yeah. sale. I was like, I Made can some do money. this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, got, I, I got, got some this. gas. Yeah, I got some gas. Maybe get a car back. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, a little over six months later, she ended up calling me and crying, just terrible. And he had passed away in a wow. freak accident. Wow. And that's kind of what changed my mindset in my life because she was able to stay in her home and keep food on the table for the kids. And, you know, I was thinking, okay. Because yeah, she didn't have that insurance policy. Right. They, 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 didn't ha- they had, didn't have any life insurance at yeah. that point. I mean, that would have been a completely different life for the kid and family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was going to school back when to be a physical therapist, and I wanted to help people. And so it kind of lit a light bulb. Oh, I can help people. Yeah. So this isn't just making money. I can yeah. make money, and it, it's, it's the best of both worlds. Um, so anyways, I, I worked with, I switched to a different company, r- was running all of southern Oklahoma, had a huge team, and, and then... We kind of found each other, and, and you and Marisol had to come down, and yep. um, I've never regretted a, deci- a decision since. Now I, we can help people in bulks, go to business yep. and help 100 people instead yep. of door-to-door knocking. So, you know, if you're ever in that slump like yep. I was, I hit the bottom. Yep. You know, you can absolutely do it. Don't you agree with me? You never really know what you're made of till you hit that. Oh, for sure. You know it what I mean? takes that. Like if somebody would have told you a year before, this is a situation you're going to be in, before you were in it, you would have said, I could never make it through that, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. like, like when people that come on to do 100% commission sales stuff, like um, I go, it's amazing to me. Once something's lit and stuff, you think there's no way I could ever do that. I could never make it through those times. I don't, I literally can't, you know, I need that income. It's amazing how some way, somehow something happens um, that comes through and you know you just don't know what you're capable of till you're there Mm -mm. and i wouldn't be here if i wouldn't have felt you know all these things failing my way to success is what really made me dig deep and find that passion and yeah i mean and and you gotta think about it it's you know what i like to talk about more than anything is always trying to get people out of being the stats right like me being the kid who didn't i didn't even go to barely any college not the grades not any of that but not wanting to be one of those stats and the stigma to my accent to all those things that go along with it all and like how um i think in today too especially with women um in general that they got it a little bit harder because once that happens that that's an extra stigma there's that added layer of that stigma there's the added layer especially small town life where we come from you know because there it's still so much like it used to be in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. it's like a double whammy you want to talk about lots of extra weighing on top of you but then you stick through it and you know, like like I said, I've met her, you know, her her family and her husband's awesome. And they, um, you know, obviously doing much better now. Yes, than and, and I want to add, just because maybe you're from a small town or you yep. may not, you know, be surrounded by the positive people and, and the people who want to push to do better, go out and find it um, because you're not limited. And, and it took time, too, right? I oh, mean, it was like, sure. it, you know, it's um, you got to have faith that that comes in the end. I mean. You, you just as soon as you started doing a little bit well, you just didn't all of a sudden you weren't in the perfect spot you wanted to be in. That's why you were even searching in a slightly way to where he leaded us together to far past the cross, which I hope you feel like you got better people around you now. <laughs> <laughs> but, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's one of those that um, and, and it's funny, Zach, 
you know how many people that we'll deal with that will come up with the excuses of, um, you know, truck broke down, mothers, I mean, grandmas that have died four times, that you happened, know, yes. I, I swear. <laughs> I mean, the excuses that people give why they can't get something done or they're not in it, right? They don't show up. They don't do any of this, right? And this this girl right here had a had uh, her second baby in February, mm-hmm. and in the first quarter was her biggest quarter she'd mm-hmm. ever had. Wow. Yeah, that <laughs> like, week, actually. Yeah, that week yeah. that she had her baby, literally. Wow. I mean, and you know what I mean? Like, you, well, let's talk about some excuses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. That's certainly a, a number of issues that could have gotten in the way of that, but clearly didn't want to stop you. But if you let, if, if you let it get in the way... You're it's not, going to. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, Melissa, we're, we're proud to have her on the team, and she's one of the those ones that is just rising up and killing it, her and her whole team. Um, she's got a great – she's done – I mean, literally, our paths are so similar. It's unreal because we're small town and bringing the friends along, some of the yes, people she grew up with. She's brought on board that are in it with her. You know, I brought some people I grew up with forever with me, and it, it's a fun deal, and it ain't going to be nothing but a lot more fun. Um, but – Maybe you can tell them, was there anywhere they can look you up on social media? Absolutely. Um, I have my private Facebook page is Melissa Robbins or um, Melissa Robbins at Colonial Life of Wichita Falls. And LinkedIn and all that? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna boldly assume we're gonna find you, Melissa, on the Second Shot Facebook group, of course. Yes. You'll make and, an appearance and on over those there. Ratings, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there you go. Come check it out. Yes, you can find me at Apple Zacintosh, and I'll be hanging out in the Facebook group a little bit. I've been on vacation. I'm coming back. I'm gonna make comments. It's gonna be great. I'll be there. That's what I'm talking about. Second Shot Group. The Second Shot Group. Second Shotcast at gmail.com for any email. It ignorance on fire at Heath Oaks. We love you all. We'll see you next time on the second on the segment of Second Shot.